For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to yet another episode of the podcast, Lead Singer Syndrome. I am your host, Shane Told. We're on a nice little heater right now. We're, we got lots of great guests in the last few weeks and more coming, but I'm really excited to bring you this conversation. We have Tom from No Trigger on the program, a band that rarely puts out albums. We talk all about that in here, but when they do, they're absolute bangers and their new album, Dr. Album is out now and this thing absolutely slaps. If you like punk rock, if you like the band Pup, maybe, uh, you might really like this album. So make sure you check that out. And uh, this is a funny conversation. We talk about drugs a lot. So uh, get ready for this. It's coming at you in just a couple minutes. Before we do get into that, I got a couple things to tell you about. My band, Silverstein, we are about to wrap up our tour, but there's still a couple shows left and they're selling fast. So make sure you come out and see Silverstein with the Amity Affliction, Holding Absence, and Unity Texas. You can go over to silversteinmusic.com and pick up a ticket. And if you see me walking around the venue or outside or or scooting around on one of those lime scooters, 
stop me. Say hello. Say Shane. I listened to the podcast. Thank you for talking to uh, Tom and Winston and Stephen and Jenna and whoever else I've had on the show lately. And uh, I love that. I love to meet fans of the show. So it'd be great to see you. And if you can't make it, which is okay, check out the Weed Singer Syndrome All Access Club. Maybe you uh, want some bonus content. Maybe you want to meet some other people that are fans of the show and fans of of underground music. And maybe, you know, get some sweet merchandise. Head over to leadsingersyndrome.com slash all access for all of your lead singer syndrome needs, I guess. And uh, yeah, for as little as $6 a month, it gets you in, gets you the perks. And it does help me keep this show going and keep the lights on. Once again, that link is leadsingersyndrome.com slash all access. Well, let's get into it. Here it is, my conversation with Tom from No Trigger. Hello, this is Tom. Hey, Tom. It's Shane with the podcast. What's up, Shane? How's it going? Hey, man. Really good. Uh, I'm stoked to be doing this. Fuck yeah. I, can you hear me okay? Yeah, you, sound, a... you sound amazing. Okay. I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a weird spot with a weird internet connection, so if I lose you at any point, it's it's my bad. So I'll let you know if okay, anything cool. gets, uh, gets fucky over here. Sounds good. My dude, I, uh, you just got back from Europe. How was that? Yeah, man. We, oh, yeah, two days ago, uh, Europe was awesome. We were there for three weeks. It yep. was, uh, it was kind of like a massive dice roll, though, because we've been to Europe. This is like our eighth Europe tour, mm-hmm. but this one was, we were all like fucking crazy because of COVID and like we didn't right. know and all this stuff, but we survived. <laughs> we didn't yeah. miss a show. It was, it was great. It was, yeah, none of us got, you know, everything went pretty, pretty goddamn smooth. So, and the shows were awesome. Yeah, some good ones in there. Uh, Punk Rock Holiday, obviously, is an amazing festival. Tells Bells is a good one too, etc. Um, yeah. So what's it? What's it like? I mean, have you guys been doing any shows since COVID, or is this kind of the first, the first foray, at least into you know a real tour? Well, we did we did three shows in the spring just to kind of crack the uh, you know get get back into the into the swing and see yeah. what see what see what happened see if anyone remembered us <laughs> <laughs> you know? but it, and they went really well we did you know we did uh we did boston and brooklyn and chicago um nice. and it was great and uh but yeah that 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 was just kind of just for fun but this was real and uh it was it, yeah it couldn't it couldn't have been better but it's uh it's we're not the band that tours all the time anyway. Kind of, I don't know. That's kind of our MO. Yeah. It's like, we just, we just do it when it's <laughs> convenient. <laughs> right. You know, we, it's a band, it's bets have no trigger has operated for literally the entire time. No, that's, uh, yeah, that's your thing. That is your MO. I mean, not only with, with touring and shows, but records too. <laughs> Yeah. So it's exactly right, you know, which is a pretty good segue into a part of the reason we're talking about the new album coming out uh, August 26th, 10 days away from when we're speaking. It yeah. is called Doctor Album, and it is, I guess, just your third record after after it's all these third, years. 
Yeah, third full length. We've done a yeah. bunch of little things here and there, but yeah, uh, yeah, to pull together a full length, you know, it's 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 a process. Yeah, and takes a lot of time, a lot of lot of mental energy. But the pandemic afforded us a lot of time and energy. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we did. We we just kind of hunkered down. And uh, I think almost every band might have did the same thing, but <laughs> well, you know, you know, a, a lot of us old old fuckers, and I don't know how old you are, Tom. How old are you? I just turned forty. Nice, which okay. is pretty pretty old in the scheme of things, but not you know, nah, we're for, not dead yet. Dude, I'm, I'm nah. the oldest, also. Like everyone else is in the thirties, in okay. their thirties. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I figured we were around the same age. I'm forty one. Nice. Uh, yeah. But yeah, congrats on congrats on forty. Um, <laughs> but you know, we, we've been at it a long time. You know, we we've seen uh, the 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 things come and go. You know, and for you guys being a band now for um, I don't know, close to twenty years. Uh, you know, just yeah. th- just three records. It's it's pretty wild. Um, but also, you know, it's 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 just great that you guys are are spending the time. You know, even with responsibilities and everything. Uh, to put together a record that's as awesome yeah. as this album is, because it's definitely your best album. Oh, you you listened? Oh, I got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been listening oh, to it. Yeah. I've been listening to it for a couple of days. Oh hell yeah, yeah yeah. Oh, it's different. <laughs> it's very different, it's, but but like yeah. I welcome it because you know it's funny. You know, like obviously, um, not to get too fanboy on you here or anything, but like when Canyon Air came came out back in '06, I guess it was. I was like, who the fuck is this band? This record is awesome. And it seemed like you guys were never really around. Like, you know, you know, it was like this kind of enigma of a band because yes. everybody else in 06 is like, you know, pump, pimping up their MySpace pages and trying to get, you know, on, <laughs> on Fuse or whatever. And here you guys are just like, you know, doing what you want, touring when you want to. And then you didn't follow up the record till 2012. Also a great record. But here we are, a 10 year wait. Um, and obviously things are going to change and I welcome yes. the change anyway, but this record is, this record is a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you thought, think it's fun. I mean, it's, it, it was fun to make. I mean, it's, it, it, there's, there's one, there's one real big reason why it might be very different from the rest. And it's cause we, Shane, we wrote the entire record on LSD. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Me and John, like literally microdosed the entire record, right? <laughs> like we wrote the whole thing just to do it. We're like, fuck it, you know? And, uh, I couldn't be happier with it, it but it's, it's definitely, yeah, it was like, a whole nother world of, of creativity that was kind of like, you know, afforded us by <laughs> doing, and, and I don't want to call it a drug. Let's just call it, you know, uh, <laughs> a motivational it, it's like substance. A, yeah, it's like a tool. It's a tool. <laughs> a tool yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. No, I no, mean, yeah, I but mean that, your press release I don't want to get right into that. Uh, you know, you can obviously tell by the lyrics and stuff that things were happening, but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it, it, it was a cool, it was a cool experience to do it like fully different. And we basically just were like, fuck everything. Let's just make a record that is exactly what we want to do. And we've never really done it. We always kind of like worried about, you know, like, will people like it? You right. know? But I think, right. uh, 
this time we didn't give a shit. And I think it'll, I think people will like it even more because of that. Well, a couple, couple things about that. So yes, in your press release, it literally says this is the Sergeant Peppers of punk. And <laughs> then you said, you, you know, you did a bunch of drugs and got weird and made this record, which to me is almost does the record a disservice because it almost Aww. makes it seem like this record isn't going to make any fucking sense and who cares. Right. But there's some really, really well thought out points here. Um, whether it's socially or politically that you make on this record that are not like half baked fucking hippie stoner ideas. This is like smart. I agree. It's a smart album. So when you Thanks, say man. like, Oh, we took a bunch of drugs and whatever. That's that to me is almost like a defense mechanism on, on the record being different from your old stuff for the people that are going to be like, well, whatever he's, his voice is clean. His voice sounds clean now. Like he learned to sing what happened and, and the songs aren't as fast and what's with the acoustic guitars or whatever. But like, I loved all that shit. Awesome. No, it, it, you're right. I mean, it might be a defense mechanism a little bit. I mean, we don't, you know, it's, but it's true. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? it's yeah. like, he did that. So I, 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 I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm glad you think it's, it's smart. I mean, it, it, it took, it took, it was one of these records that we had unlimited amount of time to hone in the whole thing. We, we recorded it with Alan Day. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. From Four Years Strong. Of course, well, good, good we friend. Recorded, we recorded the the meat of the all the instruments, everything else. We did it with Nick Diener from the Swellers oh, yeah. in yep. Michigan. Yep. And But at that time, we only had two weeks, and we just kind of like laid down all the songs, but no vocals, no lyrics. I had, all, I had what I thought I was going to do in place, but we had to go back to Massachusetts to finish it with Alan. But once we got there, that's when things like really went like, Oh my God, we could, we could go crazy with this because we have unlimited time and Alan's up for anything. So we, we just were like, fuck it, let's do it. And I, I, we finished most of it. And then I went to Switzerland for three months, um, because my wife's from there. And okay. over that three months, I had time to listen to it and redo it and listen to it and re, you know, rethink it. And then we went back and re like, kind of like re-recorded a bunch of shit that I wasn't a hundred percent on. So that's why I think it's a more cohesive, smart record than the rest, because we had the chance to edit it. Right. <laughs> you know, a lot of times you have like three weeks to record and that's it. What you get is what you get. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys yeah. <clears throat> have, yeah. have been either on, on either side of Absol the spectrum. Oh, here, abs but. Absolutely. And no, it is always nice to have that that retooling, you know, and being able yeah. to go back and, and, and be like, yeah, yeah, maybe that song isn't as cool uh, or that like lyric is like a little, you know, whatever. And, and just minor things you can change that, that really make a difference. So let me ask yeah. you this though, when you were in Switzerland with your wife for three weeks, I assume visiting her family. Uh, oh, three months. Shit. Okay. Well, were you on, yeah. uh, were you on acid the whole time over there too? No, 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 no. And, and I don't want to say we're on acid. Like, I'm just over kidding. The, pand the pandemic was crazy, man. Right. You know, like it was just nuts. And we, we weren't like, it was mostly we were on acid for like the, like, I don't know, the first part of it. Um, get, you know, cause we, it was like lockdown. <laughs> so we're like, yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, but anyway, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it was it was really cool to have that ability to like redo it uh, how we how we wanted to, especially me as like the main like lyric and you know uh, just melody lyric guy. Mm -hmm. um, not many other you know the the rest of the band 
is amazing at writing the songs, but they don't put the the melody and the lyrics to anything really. So I kind of have to like do all of that. And so I'm always self-conscious about it. You know, is it good enough? Blah, 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 as everyone would be. Um, but this was just so sweet to be able to to do it like that this time around, which Absol- was cool. Absolutely. Um, I don't think we'll have that chance to do do it like this ever again. Just timing wise with what happened where the world shut down for two years well we got mon- monkey pox might help you out i don't know what's, what's the next one gonna be you know, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> the only You're band right. that wants the only band that wants another pandemic is no trigger you heard it here <laughs> um well a couple cool things have happened um here i i really like that in your bio here that I got sent, there's a, actually a little talk of serious XM. Now that's not anything I'd ever think to put, you know, no trigger and serious XM together, but a couple spins on a little bit of a, uh, you know, mainstream yeah. source. That's different. How's that feel? Yeah. Well, it's fucking awesome. I mean, we got, we're on uh serious faction punk mm-hmm. uh, in, in a, our our song anti fantasy has been on there. It's been regularly spun for the last few weeks, and it's like the first place ever that No Trigger has been on the radio. I think. Yeah, I mean, probably like that. Um, but that song in particular is weird because it's fucking an anti Nazi song. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, and it's just like so fucking kind of like. It's it's like childish, but not. It's like it's it's a juxtaposition between like poppy punk, kind of like silly cartoony shit, but also the most serious topic you can get. And it's I don't know. It's a it's a weird one that you know to to get on there. But I'm glad it's on there. You well, know what I what I loved about it, and it's the first track on the record for people that haven't checked out the record yet. And you should. It's out on August 26th. You. Probably probably out by the time you uh, you hear this. It reminded me a little bit of a throwback, like almost a modernized version of the Propagandi song, The Only Good Fascist is a Dead Fascist. Do you oh, know yeah, this song? Yeah. Um, Swastikas and clan robes. Yeah, yeah uh, and you know, they, they say some very, you know, childish shit back at the Nazis <laughs> in that song too, right? And, and I love that it kind of was like, um, well, I didn't love it in that the fact that we're still talking about this, because I believe that propaganda song came out in 1996. So, yeah, that, yeah. so that sucks. Yeah. Um, still an issue. Yeah. Still an issue, <laughs> but I do like that you're touching on it and also like bringing it into a place where sometimes like, it, you know, if you're too serious, it's like no one cares, right? Like you make it, when you make it a little bit fun, you shed a little light on it in a different way. Yeah. It actually, it actually yeah. does something, you know? That's what that was the, the the goal. You know, instead of making some like hard, angry song about you know the decline of American democracy, <laughs> it's like fuck it. Well, you know, and we, we even <laughs> I don't know if you saw the, the music. But there's a music video for it too. Uh, that is just as ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like over the top, but um, I, unfortunately, I didn't see that video. I'll have to no, check no it out. Problem. But I did see the video for your other single, No Tattoos. Uh, oh, a yeah. one minute and three second uh, banger. <laughs> That's you know um, to quote Lifetime, and the single's way too short. But I I, uh, I absolutely love this song as well. And I also am one of those people. Maybe it's our age, forty and forty one. I don't have visible tattoos either. Um, nice and visible. <laughs> well, I, have, visible. I have three shitty ones on my leg that I got in Germany, like just right. dumb tour tattoos. Uh, but <laughs> but I'm no, I'm not a tattoo guy uh, either. And it is interesting how there seems to be some kind of disconnect, right, with 
uh, either certain bands or areas or just like the times that we grew up. Cause when I was a kid, like nobody had any fucking tattoos, you know? Yeah. No, and I, did, I never got them. I never, <laughs> I just didn't get them. Yeah. My whole band has them. Everyone I know has them like everyone, but no, I don't. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> this is a, this is a song. <laughs> and so I, I wrote, I wrote that, but we just played Europe and we played no tattoos every, 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 t- every night in Europe. And man, that song fucking went over so well. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I just asked, I asked everyone, you know, I was like, okay, audience. I was just like, <laughs> I got a personal question for you. Okay. Who has no, no tattoos on their body? And then they'd be like, yeah, I got none. <laughs> We'd get them all up to the front and I'd be like, <laughs> I got this song for us, man. <laughs> and then, and then I would tell the rest of the crowd that they're going to hell, you know. And then we start <laughs> chanting "Heaven, Heaven" oh for the people God. going to heaven. It was fucking great. It was like this whole thing. So, uh, you know, people ate it up, and All it's right. only a minute long. So, fucking yeah. Well, um, I got I got an idea. You're probably never going to get a tattoo at this point, especially now that you wrote that song. I can't. However, yeah. if you ever if you ever do get one, I've got a great tattoo idea for you. <laughs> Okay. Okay. On your knuckles, Acid Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, works just perfectly, like, right? Four out, and four. Yeah. yeah, it's easy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we could. I, I might do it. You I mean, might do it. Yes. It depends on how. Yeah, I mean, Acid Lord. Wait, is this a transition into acid? <laughs> it's not. No, we can talk about acid if you want. We'll talk about all the drugs you want. Um, but no, no, I just no, think it's not a great, acid. Uh, the drug, acid lord, the deity, uh, the the one that we we conjured uh, for the record. <laughs> uh, that's what we did. Acid lord, the song mm. is is about. <laughs> The new God. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. We 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 went really out there on all on all ends, but uh, I I might get that on my knuckles, Shane. You never know. Well, okay. If you don't like that one, if it's too out there, you could also get Euro Coke. Uh, <laughs> that that works really well. This is another new song on the record, kind of towards the end of the record. Um, and now I don't know if I'm like looking way too into this, like if I just listen to this record too much and I'm like seeing things that aren't there, but this seems like, you know, after all the talk of the Nazis in your hometown and how the U S school system is fucked up, is this a comment on kind of the idea that freedom only exists in, in America and that in Europe there is no freedom and you can't even drink a Coke except like, wait, you can, is there, is there like anything there? Am I, am I completely reaching on this idea? Well, I think, Euro Coke is one of those songs where, like, I, I that I, I've my wife's from Switzerland. I spend a lot of time there. We we we're back and forth. We have two kids, mm-hmm. you know. So now I'm like in this like dad mode of like, well, we're you know what is you know it, it, America isn't the same place that I grew up in, you know, and and Europe has it kind of figured out in a better way because they're just an older society. They've been through the problems that we're currently going through in the past. So they've kind of now have a better kind of social understanding of, of things that we might not. Um, I feel like America is going through its own puberty here, you know, like we're 
really we're about to find out what the fuck's going to happen to this place. Hmm. Maybe it's going to be good. Maybe it's going to be bad. But that's but Eurocoke is kind of like more about like it's like a love song for socialism. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think it's like really what what that is or just like maybe it's just my my hoping that I get there eventually. <laughs> you know, cuz it's like I'm just like so sick of sick of the the problems here uh because you you know it's only so much you can do like you know how many songs can you write about it where nothing changes yeah no that's that's... kind of that's that to me like there's europe isn't perfect but it's like better (laughs) (laughs) well well there you go so how did you how did you meet your wife did you meet her uh on uh, playing shows over there well, she she is she 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 puts on a fest in Europe, uh, in Switzerland. Uh, but I met her at fest in Gainesville for oh, yeah. the first time, like way way back. And I didn't. I just met her. Um, I was friends with her friends and stuff like this. And then we we met met in in at Graz Rock in Belgium. Yeah. Um, in like 2015, I was I was there not playing. We no trigger played Graz Rock. In, I don't know when it was, but I went. To the festival as a festival goer, yes, a punter, <laughs> a a punter, if you will, yes, yeah. Like I was, we do, we camped and everything. It was like oh, crazy. Sick. That's a great like, festival. We, we, it is awesome, and uh, <clears throat> but she was there, and I was like, hey, I know you, and then rest is history. Nice. You know? So yeah, now now she lives here with me. In, nice. Okay, so she so she took the American plunge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's she's we're married for five years now. Yeah. she's got her green card, everything. Nice, nice. So congratulations. Thanks, man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What do you, what do you do for like, obviously, you know, you're a part-time band, you know, three records in uh, almost 20 years. Um, You're not touring (laughs) all the time. What do you do for work? Is it hard to juggle like kind of whatever your, you know, your professional work career is and, and going on the road? No, I mean, I've, I'm a real estate guy and I've, I've been doing real estate since 2007. Um, and and so real estate, it's like I, I sell houses, you know. And I I I was very good at it for for years and years and years. I've kind of taken a step back a little bit to focus on the kids and stuff. Um, but it's uh, that's it was the perfect job to like be able to like just fuck off and go do what you want to do. Totally. Um, you don't make money when you're gone. But um, the rest of the dudes are are in similar boats. I mean, we're all kind of. It, we're all flexible enough where we can pull it off. Yeah. Um, but we can't like, you know, go on tour forever, yeah. nor do we want to <laughs> like, you know, it's not like we're like, Oh fuck, we gotta keep going. I, we don't care. Like, like music is amazing, but it doesn't have to be everything. And, and no trigger is like, you know, I would say like, the size of our band is exactly what we always have been comfortable with. Like if we were bigger, it'd be like weird, but we're not. And it's probably because our songs aren't, you know, the best ever, but they're good enough. 
to to get us to where where we're gonna you know i think the new songs are good enough to to make us you know go up to another level um we'll see but like even if that doesn't happen and probably won't <laughs> it doesn't matter like we're all just like right. punks right like we're just punks we just we don't we just do it because we like to do it really that's that's the the, the absolute truth we don't make money with the band ever like I think the only money we ever made, we went on tour with Set Your Goals in Europe for like seven weeks once, and we made we made like fifteen grand or something, and we we're like, <laughs> "What the fuck? This is amazing!" <laughs> and then it just went straight to a van that died, right. and we lost it all or something, you know. So it's like, you know, we don't we just do it to have fun, really, and to like get our art out there, um, and that's it. No, and, and I love that because. I mean, you know, we come from the, we're cut from the same cloth, you know, and, and that was the same thing when, when, when Silverstein got signed to victory, obviously it was a bigger label than nitro too, at the time, um, yes. you know, and we, we said, okay, well, we'll quit, we'll quit our jobs and we'll do this. It was like, okay, we're going to do this for like, probably like two to three years. We'll probably put out one or two records. We'll have a good time. And then we'll go back to reality. You know, because that's what every punk band did. Like all my yeah. favorite bands, they hardcore bands, whatever they put out two records and they broke up and it was it was weird when i realized like yeah i think i think for us i remember we were on tour with strike anywhere and we we hadn't made a dime yet and uh we i kind of counted up the money and i realized that we'd paid our merch we'd paid everybody we you know everything was was ready and we had we had seven thousand dollars in in cash in a in a briefcase we also carried it around (laughs) in a silver briefcase like why like we weren't even trying to be inconspicuous you know um, and then, and then I left it in a hotel room. Uh, oh, nice! But I got it back. Yeah. But I got it back. But uh, yeah, um, my, totally my fault. But no, you got to you got to handcuff it to yourself, dude. Right? You know yeah. that was your problem. <laughs> exactly. But no, you gotta I go mean, full. But full, honest, full metal briefcase. <laughs> but but no, like I think honestly though, man, I think the the difference between you know, uh, your guys band and some of the other bands that have kind of maintained it, you know, if you want to look at somebody like maybe rise against is a bad example, cause they're obviously like incredible and they signed to a major label and everything, but you know, I never, think, never I heard think, of them. <laughs> I think a big part of <laughs> a big part of it is just that you guys were always this sort of part-time band. You weren't really around, like, you know, you were on a smaller label, you know, you weren't like, you, I think you did do a couple warp tours or, or some shows on warp tour, but you never did the like, yeah. you never got a no effects tour or, you know, you, you didn't, you didn't put a record out on fat records or whatever, like at that time you had to do to be yeah. kind of the forefront of punk. You were always just like, everyone likes your band. What is your, the quote on your Instagram? Uh, uh, no trigger fucking sucks. No one like it's, you know, it's true, but at the same time you really have to be in people's faces. I think and, and you just never were. Yeah, no, it's exactly right. I mean, it, it, we we did tour off of Canyon Air for like two years, like pretty. We tried it, like you, like like you said, you did. It was like, all right, let's do this. We we, we you know we went through some lineup shit, but we pulled it together. Yeah. You know, like some dudes couldn't do it, but we got new dudes to do it. You know, and we did it. But you know, we went to Japan and shit. We twice. Yeah. Um, back then, you know, it was just like one of those things. We did all the things. And yeah, and it was just like, well, all right, you know, we're, let's get a job. <laughs> <laughs> and then that, that and, and, and that's what I did. I, I read a book on, 
real estate on tour, like investing in real wow. estate. And then I did it. I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll do it. And then, um, yeah, I, I, it, it worked out really well, but, um, and that afforded us to be able to do things as we went, you know, like, but we didn't put out any records or anything. It was just like, you know, we kind of milked Canyoneer for a while, <laughs> put out Tycoon, then did a couple things. Then, you know, we just kept on kind of like re, uh, uh, birthing the band over, you know, we never broke up ever, Yeah, but it was just like, we just fucking stopped for a bit do our thing and, you know, pick it back up. Uh, and it's fine. I mean, it's, it's totally crazy fine. because like, you know, it's all, it's all fucking, you guys are a big band, you know, four years strong, another one, you know, they're good, really good friends of ours. Yeah. You know, they can do it for real as a job. And so can you. And, but you know, us, like it was just, wow, we'll fucking do it for fun. And that's what we're going to do. And right. Alan, Alan does have the tree farm. Uh, you know, I got I got the podcast. We got a couple, you know. There's always a little side I hustle here and there. Three trees off of Alan over the years. <laughs> nice. I yeah. love that. I love that. That guy's a fucking angel. Um, yeah, he is. Well, dude, you got a lot of things coming up. Uh, some pretty pretty big shit. I mean, you got a you got Ride Fest in Chicago. Obviously, it's one of the best uh, punk rock centric festivals in the world. Uh, yeah, you're doing, you're doing one of the punk and drublicks with no effects, etc. And then, of course, yep. the fest, which uh, is, I guess, pretty cool. If that's where you met your wife, you must have some pretty cool memories about about oh, that. Dude, we down played in so many too. fests. Have you guys ever played fest? I don't, no, I don't, I don't think so. Right? I don't think we're like. I don't think yeah. we're punk enough. I think we're just a, just like a a couple a couple steps away. You know, one degree off. Yeah, of like the, just, yeah. just a little. It's something. like literally one degree though. Like it, you're close. Yeah, we. Toured, just, I mean, yeah. we, we toured with Hot Water Music. They're good friends of ours. Like Chris Cresswell's a good friend of mine. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, oh, we, just with him. Yeah, you know what well, we did. We've done stuff. I mean, I don't know, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No, no, yeah, it's it's it, it is a specific thing. Yeah, fest sure. is very specific. You know, no idea, whatever, kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, we've played it. Like, I think this will be our ninth <clears throat> fest that nice. we've played. Nice. Uh, so it'll be cool. it'll be cool. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah, we yeah, we're just waiting for that Silverstein tour offer, Shane. It's just uh, gonna be. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a joke. Hey, man. Everyone, I think I think um, <laughs> I think you guys you guys with us in Europe would be would be amazing. I mean, honestly, it's weird in Europe. I think we're still, we're a punk band over there, you know? Yeah. Like, like, Europe's a whole different place. Yeah. It's, 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 we just got back from it. I could, I, you know, it's, it's amazing still. Um, punk is, you know, maybe on its way out everywhere. Who fucking knows? But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's still, it's still kicking there though. Well, which is cool. Well, I mean, punk rock is still really big in Canada. Uh, like that, you know, the, the nineties fat records, skate punk, whatever you want to call it. It's very popular yeah, in right. Canada and it's very popular in Quebec specifically. Do you guys, you guys must go up there pretty often too. Well, we we're friends with the band mute from Quebec. Yeah. And we, we, we yeah. even toured uh, <clears throat> South America with them. Um, and so like we, we just played their 20th anniversary up in Quebec city. Well, not just like, I think it was like 2018 now, but uh fucking sh the most incredible Quebec show we've ever played. Awesome. Um, and then we play like, Pooza Fest in Montreal and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, in no trigger fashion, like we don't tour <laughs> there. Uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll go up there on a, if we get asked, we go is kind of the it's thing. It's not even that far from Massachusetts. It's like closer. No. You probably live closer to Montreal than I do. And I'm, I'm in Toronto area. So, 
It's probably yeah, closer. it's like six six hours. Okay, uh, yeah, about the, same, we, about the same. Yeah, where we are, but um, yeah, man, I don't know. It uh, <clears throat> we we now have some reason to do stuff with the new record. So, and it's on Red Scare. Toby is amazing. You know, he's got the roster is awesome. Um, there's a lot of kind of there's a lot of steam behind it. You know, we're a lot of people are liking it. So we'll see. We'll see what we can do. You know, but with like the families and stuff, you know how it goes. It's like you just gotta play it by ear. Yeah, well, you know, I hope do to what see you on, can. I hope to see you on tour with Pup next year or something like that. You know, that that uh, that would make sense. Yeah, it'd be sick. Yeah. No, I, sick? I really I really hope um you guys can, you know, make a run of this thing. And I, I do encourage everybody listening to this to not sleep on the new record. Doctor album from No Trigger. Doctor Album is an interesting title. Uh is there a story behind that? <laughs> Oh man, I mean, we were like uh, in a group chat, like literally <laughs> early 2020. Like, like this is this this is two year, two two years ago now, and it's like talking about things. And Tom, our bass player, I don't know. I think we're all like smoking weed too. We were just like late night, you know. Just, and he was just like so he's made a bunch of jokes, and and then one of the things that just popped out was Doctor Album, and we all were like, Oh my god, like it's really good imagine you know like imagine if we did that you know and then uh i don't know it just makes it makes a lot of sense because like it's like the doc it doctor album is like you know the highest honor of an album <laughs> and it kind of like it's like the the it, the album itself is like a person <laughs> like it's like a it's a being i don't know I like it's, that. it is what it is man it's i we love the, we love the 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 name and then like yeah, comeback kid. We were just we were just played a couple fest with comeback kids. Oh, I love them. Some of our best friends. Doctor Doctor album, you guys. Like really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, Tom, um, thanks for thanks for this. Thanks for talking to me. Um, anything else to uh, to tell the people before I let you get back to I don't know uh, being a, being a real estate tycoon? Is that what the is that what the tycoon uh, title is? Is that about you? It was, it, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, a play on like, where the <laughs> fuck do we stand? You know, like, yeah, it, it was like Tycoon, the record. Yeah, it was like, wh who, what, it, what am I? What is anything? Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we got the record coming out. Um, but other than that, that's, <laughs> we got some shows coming up, but um, I don't, I don't think I have anything else. That's, you're very good at interviewing and and oh, and, 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 and kind of <laughs> putting it all out there. So I think you did it. Yeah, and I, I did it in just 32 minutes. Usually, it takes me like an hour to, to get all that out. So uh, we were, we were we were nice and concise, Tom. We did a good job. Sweet. Now, like you know, you can get on with your day. I can. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're probably just going to go do acid. Let's just let's be honest. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I actually haven't until this last tour. Uh, I hadn't done acid since like last summer. Like it was, it was really just for the writing process. We just like really dove in, but uh, then I took a big break. But so, we just did it <laughs> at Tells Bells Festival the, oh, there you go. the other day, and uh, oh boy! <laughs> like uh, before you play? <laughs> no, it, we had a day off <laughs> right before it. Uh, it. Okay, so we hung out with like Flatliners and Lagwagon and shit uh, when they play and, and Wilhelm scream. Um, yeah, and we all just kind of did a bunch, and uh, it was very, it was very enjoyable. Those are all my people. I love, I love to hear yeah, it. Yeah, man. Um, 
I've never done acid. Do you, do you think I should try it? What, what's the, what do you I should. do? How, where do I you get should. it? How do I do it? Am I going to die? Yeah, that, what, that's what I happen? wanted to tell you is how to do acid. So, yeah. so listen, tell the listen up, everyone. <clears throat> so, so here's the thing. It's, it, it, it's all about the dose. And it really, it, that, it couldn't be more true. So you don't want to take a bunch. You don't want to just like go for it the first time. You want to ease in. And what, what I would suggest and uh, is this is my this is my guide to microdose. Microdose is just a, a tiny bit, just to kind of turn the brain on a little bit. But you could still like potentially do everything you do in your day. You know, drive around. Eh, maybe, maybe. Don't, maybe don't do that. You don't have let's to. Let's just say you can not, do everything. Let's just for the record say don't do that. Don't take acid and drive. We know we will just. Don't you should <laughs> operate heavy machinery. I mean, it's 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 totally fine. You know, get a combine. <laughs> uh, no, don't do it. it. <laughs> no, but <laughs> okay. you just take like a, a one acid tab is like a hundred micrograms. One tab, you cut it into like you know twelve to fifteen pieces, just oh little boy. tiny chunks. Oh boy! And take okay. one of those. Just take one of those little chunks, you know, uh, and that, and, and on a day off when you're when you have no real responsibility, and you just kind of see what it does, and then you can up it from there, you know. But, you know, the difference between a tiny chunk of one tab and like two tabs is, is, is a fucking universe. So, you know, between that and there, you know, you just want to figure out where you're at. But start small and <clears throat> it, 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 everyone who's done it, unless you're a schizophrenic, uh, usually has a very, a very good experience in it, you know, sometimes life changing. So that's okay. all I can say. Okay, well there it is. There it is. A little <laughs> drug advice on lead singer syndrome. Um, we don't always talk about talk about the drugs. Uh, we don't talk about the sex very much at all. It's mostly the rock and roll. But a little bit nice. of drug talk is is very welcome. Uh, finally, yes. so uh, Tom, dude, thank you again for all this. I want to play a track. Um, from the record, by the time this comes out, the whole record will be out. So, yep. do, you, do you have a favorite um, or something I can play uh, for the people? So, um, I would say, I would say, well, what's the one? I would say the song to play that is very different, but it has a good, a good vibe, and it's like it's basically. Uh, it's as it's as far out as it gets with but still being no trigger is the song Too High to Die. Yes. I it's, like that one. I, I would say play Too High to Die and that'll give you a, a sense of how far we can kind of push the limit. It's right on brand for for this conversation. So I love it. Yes. Tom, thank you so much, man. Here it is. Too high to die, no trigger from the new album, Doctor Album. Right here on Lead Singer Syndrome.
pretty soon. DMT. And there is new music from No Trigger. This new album is fantastic. A little bit different from their old stuff, of course. You know, people evolve, things evolve. But I think their most fun album for sure and probably the most intricate, a lot going on. And I find myself just, I have this album on repeat right now. It is tremendous. So make sure you pick it up. Get a vinyl copy, maybe. You know, that's that's what you need. And uh, enjoy it. Enjoy it. I want to thank Tom so much for coming on the program. And I want to thank you for listening to this, wherever you are. If you're in your office or your car or riding a bike or taking a walk or just laying in bed, wherever you are, thank you so much. Do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button as well. We got lots of stuff coming at you in the coming weeks. And of course, don't forget about the new noise. Every week, me and music guru Mike Howell, we talk about all of the awesome new music coming out. We review it. And uh, there's always stuff on there that you probably don't know about because Mike digs deep. This isn't just the you know five, six, seven most popular releases coming out. A lot of times... There's some really obscure stuff and uh, you might be the first to know about it. So make sure you don't skip those new noise episodes. Anyway, thanks again for listening and I will see you next week.